your business stuck? Tired of leaving money on the table? Are you ready to take it to the next level? Join us as we dive deep into the small business secrets successful entrepreneurs are implementing to see massive results. This is the Business Growth Hacks Podcast, presented by Beefy Marketing. Here's your host, Andrew Brockenbush. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome back to another episode. John, what's up, my friend? Oh, not a lot. I think I, uh, I got to focus my camera a little bit here. Yeah, yeah, do it. You know, that's what we're doing. We just do it. Whatever happens, happens. It is December. Welcome to December, John. Welcome. Uh, Christmas is almost here. It's getting close. Scarily close. Yeah. And I've not done any... Oh, two things. Two um, confessions. Yeah. The podcast confessions. Podcast confessions. Um, one, I have not bought and purchased. Not bought. No, that's the word. Purchased. Bought. Any? Yeah, bought. Just bought. <laughs> not purchased any Christmas gifts. And two, I've not even set my Christmas tree up yet. I have not set up the Christmas tree, but we kind of, we always get a real tree, so we wait. Got it. Yeah, we wait. We don't want it to dry out. This weekend or next, do you think? Probably next, because okay. the boys are at their dad's. Got it. So you'll, you'll have the tree up for like right through the end of the year, Yep. basically. Last year, we didn't get a tree till Christmas Eve. But it's on the wire there. <laughs> I was I worked a show in Dallas till December twenty third, and then my wife had an emergency appendectomy. And wow. December was wild. Christmas that's a wild. wild. I just wild thought about year. that for the first time in a while. Like wow, that's how it went down. That's crazy. Well, my fake tree is up in the attic. I just need to bring it down. Yeah, and set it up. You know, I like the real tree. I do too. I think I'm just majorly allergic. Uh I probably am too. But I think it's beautiful. Smell yeah. it has a nice smell, but. It definitely makes me uh, sneeze and whatnot. So I'm going to kick this thing off with an icebreaker question. I've got a couple of them. What is the best thing you have bought so far this year? Man, probably, I mean, I guess I don't have the new MacBook MacBook, but last year, beginning of the year, I got a new MacBook, and that has really been a workhorse for me this year. And so- true. That's one that's benefited me the most. But yeah. I think the best thing I bought that I liked the most was my new guitar amp. Yeah. That I got a few months oh, back. man. Oh, I remember going is, and hearing you play on it for the first time. And I was like, yeah, you got you to gotta do it. I, yeah. It was one of those things where it was just pure magic. It was like, I have to have this. It must yeah. be mine. It was Wayne's World, totally. Yeah, totally. She will be mine. <laughs> she will be mine. <laughs> oh, my gosh. There's so many things I want to have that I can't afford to have. Oh, yeah. Um, I'd say that. Uh, that is tough because I'm thinking, what is the best thing you have bought so far this year? Oh, that is, I didn't really think about this question before I asked it, to be honest. Yeah. Um. So I did order the new, new, new MacBook Pro. Yeah. But it won't be here until next year. Right. Which is totally lame. Yeah. By the way. But um, so that that could kind of count. But I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I've bought this year that tops that we bought a yeah. ton of camera gear this year oh for sure it's funny because we bought so much when we moved into this new office this new studio space that i feel like we've kind of forgotten what all we got throughout the year because it we had to furnish the full office we had to get furniture we had to get acoustic panels we had to get lighting and new microphones um so there's been a lot of purchases i mean remember when we bought all that really cool um 
the map box for the camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's camera gear that we don't what use in the use? studio. I know because it was all location shoot stuff, and now that we have the studio, we film more in here. Yeah, than, yeah. We should set it up just for looks. I thought about it. <laughs> yeah, just it's like, but you're right. We bought all those like pull focus tools and everything else. And yeah, we hardly do anything out in the field right now. Right. Um, I got well, another. We have it for when we need to. Yeah, that's right. We're, we're set up and ready to go. We got what we need. It wasn't a waste, but. Yeah, those are really cool too. I know. I was thinking the coolest thing that Beefy probably purchased was this building, honestly. Yeah, true that. True that. Setting up our headquarters here has really been kind of a turning point for us, so to oh, speak. Oh, dude, just the, am the amount of productivity we've had this year. Yeah. Well, we're I not spending half the time driving around getting to a place. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And I was thinking just this morning, like, the one cool thing about this office is like we've finally turned. I guess vision into action exactly like for years and years i've spent time talking about doing different things like these right. like this podcast and then having this headquarters allowed us to just do it right we weren't going to just talk about anything anymore we're well, actually doing it like we've said before on this podcast but we can sit down come up with a few ideas script it out and walk in here and film mm -hmm. and it's amazing so i got another question for you that i think kind of drives us right into our topic for the day which our topic for the day is going to be all about planning at the end of the year. What do you need to oh, do? Yeah. You know, it's the end of the year, right. which means we've got, you know, a lot coming up in the new year. And so we're going to talk about the things that you can do to kind of just yeah. wrap up. the. Year. And I think there's practical and sort of philosophical things you can do. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So this question is what workflow changes have you made this year that benefited you the most? For me, it was deciding and really this is a pretty new decision but i need an edit day mm -hmm. i need a day that we don't film yeah and so blocking that out and that's really going to help me be more productive because as you know you track footage you get footage day after day after day after day and then it's like eventually you have to you have all of this stuff to edit and it's like this heaping pile so once a week to make sure i'm working through chipping away at my pile at yeah. least you know yeah exactly and then on the days that you don't have anything to edit hey no big deal you can shoot again but you right. need to specifically allocate that time right just to make sure i don't get myself in a bind and overwork or overbook so to speak you know yeah i'd say um I don't know if workflow changes are necessarily what I made, but I had implemented people in my, I guess, circle that have helped me stay on track. So a business I consultant, yeah, uh, an HR consultant, people who've helped me kind of shape the culture of where the organization is going. Right. Um, thinking about stuff that I've always known to be important, but didn't know necessarily how to actually put it on paper, I guess. Yeah. Um, specific things around like goal setting. We talk about goal setting right. almost every single episode. Oh, yeah. But that was something that I struggled with. Like, I obviously know how important it is. Right. But, but sometimes doing that is a totally different Right. Story. Getting yourself in the habit of setting goals and, and working towards them. Because, yeah. you know, we can write goals down all day long, but if we don't start making steps in those directions, we're not going to get there. Yeah. And I remember, I think it was June or July when I hired the consultant. Yeah, and we I had our so. something like that, right? And I, Cause it was right as we were getting in. Yeah, here. right, right at the same time. Yeah, and we had our first meeting, and we talked about revenue, and kind of where we had finished off last year, where we were for the year at the time of that meeting, and then where we would have liked to end for this year. Right. Um. And I'll, you know, I'll be transparent around this. I, I have no, you know, fear in that. We wanted to complete around four hundred thousand dollars in annual revenue for this yeah. year, um, which for us would have been 
a, quite an accomplishment. You right. Know? For our team. For and our like size. we're a small team. Like yeah. we're not a big company by any means. And so that was like our big goal for the year. Yeah. Finish, finish strong, 400,000. But I remember writing it on the board and just like looking at that number and saying, there's no way yeah. we're going to get to 400,000 because mm -hmm. that would be X number of websites right, or X amount of t-shirt orders or whatever. And it was already, mm -hmm. you know, a good way through the year already at that point. Right. And I was like, how, like, how in the heck are we going to do that? Yeah. Um, fast forward, you know, we implemented Friday, that software that we talked mm -hmm. about in one of our early on episodes, yep. which allowed us to... Um, be transparent around overall business goals as a team. Right. Right. It, it put us all on the same page. It's and like, yeah, because it's like one thing for what's me as everybody a CEO to working have a goal, on. But like, does everyone know what we're working towards? Right. You know? And until Friday, as far as Beefy's concerned, I had generalities, but I learned so much just from our team. This is what I'm working on. Like, oh, I have video of that. I'll get that to you for social. Yeah. And it just streamlines so many things because, oh, I didn't know you were working on that. It, exactly. And yeah. so by doing that, it allowed me to not be the only one working towards that goal. And not that I was the only one working on it, but I was the only one that knew what the goal was. Right. And so you were kind of like dragging the team along, so to speak. Yeah. It's like, hey, yeah. I need you guys to do this and that and this and that. But yeah. it's like for like for what? Like why? Like what are we trying to obtain? Yeah. What's our end game? <clears throat> and so fast forward to December 3rd is the day that we're recording this episode. Yep. Um, I think we're on track now to hit 500,000 in revenue for the year. Wow. And it's like, and we're, we haven't hit that goal yet, but that's like our new goal, what we yeah. call a stretch goal, right? Well, we might as well, right? Keep going. And so that's been exciting to, to just know that like we came in, I put the people in place that helped me own the goals. We put in new software in place. Yeah. And, and then as a team, we're able to own that and look at us go. Right. Like, and what does that mean for next year? Right. Right. Now that we yeah. know that we can do that. Well, now we have a baseline and we can grow from there. Yeah. We know? did that in what was left of the year. Right. Five, six months. Yeah. You know? Like, I know it's crazy to me that we've only been in this space a few months. Yeah. May? Mm -hmm. no, no. No. It was the end of July, beginning of August. That's right. Yeah. Oh, last end of July. First party we had here was my birthday. That's right. Yeah. Dang. So we've really not been here that long. No, we haven't. We've accomplished a lot. And we're working on a lot. Yeah. And we're learning and growing and changing and evolving and moving, you know? Yeah. So I think the one thing we want to cover today is the fact that the end of the year for a lot of business owners can be really daunting. Right? It could be stressful time, just life plus business. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a hard time a year just in general. Yeah. Whether it's the financial burden of, you know, consumerism and Christmas. Or uh, maybe with, with COVID, you've lost loved ones. And so yep. that can make the Yep. seasons hard you know and then just you know i've lost a dad when i was younger and so yeah. like, there's just a lot that comes with the holiday season uh -huh. um on top of now being an entrepreneur or a business owner right where you're also owning the responsibilities of a company where you're saying was i successful this year right am i happy with what we accomplished like yeah do i want to throw in the towel because i don't feel like we're doing what we right. set out to do i think that that's what I, what's important about this conversation is saying mm -hmm. We need to get, I was kind of thinking about this in the truck this morning on my way here was you kind of have to take an inventory of what you accomplished yeah, or what you didn't accomplish. Well, you got to see where you're at because if you don't know where you're at, how do you know where you're capable of going? Yeah, yeah that's, you, you can't say it better than that. Mm -hmm. The thing is, there's, there's so much that goes into running a business, accounting, 
um, people management, culture yeah. building, um, goal setting, new services, product launches, clients and customer relationship management. Yeah. And so we're going to kind of just talk about a few different things that you can kind of do at the end of the year that are going to set you up for success for tax season. That's one thing that no one wants to talk about but, as well, <laughs> you usually have to, Yeah. Um, as well as um, just some things you can do in general that will you know set you up for success for the new year as well. Yeah. So just get you pointed in the right direction. I think, well, let's start with the accounting stuff because the accounting okay. stuff is kind of quote unquote bo more boring. Yeah. Admin. Um, yeah. It's like administrative. No one really yeah. wants to do it, but it is important. I guess for us as a creative company, it's not creative work. So yeah, it seems like the. Yeah. yeah. Especially for a business like us. Right. Um, so the big thing is make sure you've got every invoice that you were supposed to invoice for the year. Make sure you're, you sent them out, man. And you know, at this point, I would say if you haven't had a system in place that was keeping track of that, yeah, you go through, figure it out, and then moving forward, this is one way you can set yourself up on that right foot. Yeah, take better records next year so you don't end up in the position you're in right now. Exactly. Yeah, there's great software, FreshBooks, QuickBooks. Oh yeah. Um, we use Bench for B E N C H Bench. Right. For bookkeeping, uh, we use Gusto for payroll. Mm -hmm. There's great technology out there that will help you with those things that seem a little bit more tedious. Yeah. If you don't have a CPA yet, you probably want to go find one. Yeah. If you're just doing your taxes for yourself, then you probably don't need a CPA. You can figure it out with TurboTax sure. or H&R Block or whatever. But if you're a business, you might want... I mean, my mom is in payroll and I've seen her save these large companies. She goes to work for thousands, millions of dollars in cases. Yeah. you know, And you don't realize that there's a lot of tax advantages yeah. that you may qualify for and you might not never know, might not ever know about them if you're not right. using a CPA who knows that stuff right or reading the tax law book that comes out every year yeah yeah uh, you also want to make sure that you've got if you do have employees you make sure that you've got updated information for everybody so that if you're sending yeah. out 1099s or W2s they go to the right address it goes to the right place that yeah. way you know March April of next year when people are trying to do their personal taxes they're not yeah. coming at you and saying hey where's where's my W2 where's my 1099 it's 100%, like 100% yeah. uh, whoops you know, or we, someone moved and yeah, they yeah. just didn't get their stuff and yeah. So just make sure you have an updates from everybody. Uh, make sure that in your, uh, in I say invoicing software, your bookkeeping software, right. such as QuickBooks or Bench in our case, um, make sure you've listed any assets, any major purchases so that oh, you that's can a good... get the tax, tax deductions. Yeah. I can't speak today, John. It happens. Uh, the deductions that you, you may qualify, you qualify for. Um, again, that's where you want to leverage a CPA or accountant, somebody that can tell you like, hey, like we can depreciate this item over 10 years, five years, three right. years, or let's take this all at once to reduce your taxable income. Mm -hmm. I'm no tax expert, and I'm actually excited to, to say that in the next few weeks, we hope yeah. to actually bring a tax expert yeah, on. I do want to. Um, and talk to them about the kind of incentives and you right. know, things that businesses should be doing. But I would say that what I've learned by using a good CPA is that um, there's a lot of creative ways that are legal that will help you reduce your taxable income. Like no one wants mm -hmm. a giant tax bill at the end of the year. No, nobody. But Uncle Sam gets his. Yeah. So you just have to do everything. Yeah, you got to do it. So figure out how to do it best for you. Yep. You know, the right way. Uh, you probably also, this one goes into the next one, which I was going to say was review last year's revenue goals, but more so print out your P&Ls. I got gotcha. you. Review how much money you spent and made this year. Right. Well, because that could help you find trends in what you're doing and how to do better. Yeah. Actually, a great meeting I had with my um, consultant actually last week was 
getting better categorization of the types of revenue we make. We have multiple you. lines of business, right? Oh, we have yeah. web design, uh, marketing, SEO, SEO, podcasting, oh, video. Uh, yeah, video. <laughs> <Duh>. My job. <laughs> um, you know, there's a number of different little categories. Printing. You oh know, yeah, yeah. Big one for us. A lot of buckets, if you will. Yeah. Right now, if you came and asked me what percentage of the revenue from Beefy is printing, yeah, I couldn't tell you. Oh man, I would have to go invoice by invoice and do the math, yeah. right? Um, so that was one of the things my consultant said was, hey, like we should really try to figure out a way to categorize income yeah. by category. Well, I agree because even from a marketing standpoint, if you're looking at what you're going to do in the next year, taking that time to look at those numbers or have those numbers is really going to help you determine, hey, we need to push more money into our print ads, you know, because that was making us a lot of money. So we need to push that because people are going for that or this isn't performing so well. What do we need to do to help it? Or do we need to cut this product line or, you know? Yeah, absolutely. It, yeah. It, what it, what can show you, you spending your time on? How are your products performing? How can you make them perform better? Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing for me is obviously a passion, a passion for mine is podcasting and oh, yeah. I love the print work as well and graphic design. But I need to know at the end of the year, just because on paper, let's just use printing for an example. Let's say yeah. that printing on paper shows that we made $300,000. Mm -hmm. But if $290,000 was associated to expenses and costs, mm -hmm. then was printing actually valuable to the organization? Right. Maybe not. Mm -hmm. Or we have, or that's uh, telling that maybe you need to adjust your margins. Right. Right. It's like, we right. are passionate about printing. We're productive at it. Right. Productive at it. Let's the, just adjust our pricing. Right. The pricing is off. Um, so that's the most important thing is trying to figure out when you look at those financials, like you said, discovering trends. Yeah. You're going to see what's performing, what isn't, and that's going to help you do better. You know, there's no way that it won't as long as you do something about the numbers that you see. Yeah. I think that what's really good too about reviewing, you know, this year or last year, yeah. whatever you want to say, uh, goals and financials and things like that, it will help you with your goal planning for the next year. Oh yeah. Right. Here we are. I, will, I can only speak for myself. I can't speak for everyone, but I can say for a company that's small like ours, mm -hmm. sometimes I'm not setting goals for the new year until the new year. I got you. That's too late. It really is because you kind of want to launch that at the start of the year with your yeah. team. And so you need to prepare that before time. Because if I tell you February what our goals are for the year and we're already halfway through the first yeah, quarter. If we're, yeah, we're halfway through the first quarter already. You're then, like... Well, well, dang, now we like feel like we've lost some momentum. You know, yeah. the race for every other company out there, the race started on January 1st. And for right. us, it started March 1st. That's a problem. Yeah. So I think that December is the time to be establishing and, and setting goals for next year. Early in December, because you know the last week of the year, your holiday. Oh, oh yeah. That's, that's another thing in general is the end of the Q4 in general. Mm-hmm. Thanksgiving, Halloween, Christmas, oh, yeah. three major holidays and Thanksgiving, Christmas being basically back to back. Yeah. Um, feels like it anyway. It certainly feels like it. And so, like you said, you, you kind of lose days in that. Yeah. And not only are you going to lose days in that for this year during your planning time. Yeah. You know that looking forward, you're going to lose them next year, too. Yeah. Which means if you want to accomplish goals. Right. You need to take that into account. Yeah. Hey, we don't have 52 weeks to accomplish this goal. We have no. 40 weeks or 45 right. weeks, whatever it is. Yeah. Because um, hmm, that, that helps you break that down. Yeah. Well, I was just thinking maybe we ought to start looking at it. Go ahead and like use a 40-week calendar 
yeah. or something. You know what I mean? Because that way you're accounting for vacations and everything else. Yeah, know? because I think most people work off kind of like the 12 week type frame, like a, a, a full yeah. three month quarter. Right. Which is fine. But if you are realistic with yourself and you know that we're out a week for Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. we're out a week for Christmas, right. um, everybody on the team probably wants a week of vacation. You take all that time in. Yeah. Especially a small team like ours, we're less than six employees. Right. That one person missing from the equation. Yeah, it can be. A it big, affects the overall goals yeah. that we're working towards. I know it can be a big piece. Yeah. And so, with that being said, I, I love that idea. Like maybe saying, "Hey, let's put that amount of weeks, yeah, week time together. Let's give ourselves the accurate because we're always talking about setting accurate goals for yourself, setting realistic, realistic things goals. that you can yeah. accomplish. Yeah. And so, why not have a realistic time frame to accomplish them in? Yeah. Yeah. I think that that is really cool. And so that's something I'm I'm wanting to work on for this year coming up. Is, yeah. I'm behind you 100%. You know, what what do we want to accomplish in 2022? Mm-hmm. What are we going to do to accomplish it? Right. Right? Like, what are those little kind of milestones along the way that yeah, will help us Yeah, what are we it? looking for? What are our steps? And then the other thing that I will say I've been terrible at, and that I hope that, again, goal setting will help with, mm-hmm. is that Again, just like I'm saying, hey, I'm in February setting goals for the year. I'm also in November going, why haven't we hit such and such goal? Yeah. Well, it's, it's because you just set the goal. Yeah. Right? Like, mm-hmm. so something else I plan on doing, and I, you know, would encourage other business out there to owners out there to do this as well, is if you set the goals for the year, then create kind of work backwards from that to create, you know, reverse engineer. Re- yeah. Reverse engineer it for smaller goals that throughout the year, you're not yeah. waiting until November to say, why aren't we about to hit our goal? You should be asking that in well, March, yeah. June, August, like leading well, up. We're always talking about the plan and that's an easy way to come up with a plan. You take the ending. I mean, that's what they tell you in writing too. Write the ending first and then yeah. lead up to it. And so, yeah, that's I think great advice. I think incentivizing too. Um, this is another piece of advice from my consultant that at first I was like, oh, I don't know what I think about that. Yeah. And then I thought about it more and I was like, no, I actually do like this. So let's just... Let's say that for next year, Beefy wants to get 5,000 new followers on Instagram. Okay. Right? And let's divide that out over four quarters of the year. That's 1,250 followers we need. A quarter. A quarter. Right. We'll break that down again. Mm -hmm. You know, that's... So a week, that's... That's divided by 12. That's 104 new followers a week. Okay. That's a lot. That's a big... That's big audacious goal. It's not small. Uh, Yeah, I know how hard that is. Unaccomplishable? Maybe not. No. But we have to say, okay, if we need 104, mm-hmm. now we have to break that even further down, right? We have to break that down. I don't even... Did you hear a random voice? I did. That was weird. Was it a phone? I don't think it was my phone. Was it your phone? My phone's not in here. That was creepy. Yeah. Um, if no. you guys didn't hear the voice, then we are weird, but certainly heard a voice in my ears. I did. That was awesome. Uh <laughs> But you'd have to break that down even yeah. further. Like, what is that 104 per week? What is that per day? You know? And I'm, we're going to do a five-day yeah. week. That's 20 people a day. Okay, that's not that's not impossible. No, that's not. You know? But it's it, a lot. It does require the effort. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so when you create goals like that, I can say, okay, um, Kara, who re- leads yeah. our social team, and Rosie, who's part of that team, I say, hey, we want to accomplish 5,000 new followers you know, in the next year. Yeah. If you guys hit this goal every quarter to get us to that 5,000, mm-hmm. I will give you guys a bonus. 
Nice. Of course, they're going to be encouraged by yeah. that, right? Oh, yeah. As would you if I say, hey, like mm -hmm. delivery time on video projects. Yeah. If I tell John Kelly, you know, John the marketer, uh, how many sales he gets, right. you know, how many new leads he brings on. If I tell Robin how many support tickets she yeah. closes or how fast she can respond. Right, yeah. Um, those are the kind of things that I hope to be able to do now leading up to next year. Gotcha. What do we want to accomplish? Right. Revenue. Mm -hmm. um, that's the other thing too. should say this for a second. If you haven't established what as a company your priorities are for Beefy, we have what, so bad the acronym PCP, <laughs> but it's people, culture, profit. Yeah. Which is interesting because people and culture seem very similar well i think i know what you mean though i think people kind of refers to clients cultures are people yeah yeah and and i'd say when i am just talking about people it, it is both it's our customers and it's our internal yeah but it's a little bit different culture to me is like how does everyone together operate i got you is there a common like theme where if we brought in new people everyone would be like dang like this is a good environment and there's fun stuff going on i got you yeah. whereas the people to me means how am i investing in you Okay. As a person. I got you. You know, you came to me and said, hey, I, I would like to learn more about video editing. And I'm like, yeah, let's get you signed up for that video course. Yeah, yeah. Or if, you know, John, the marketer came to me and said, hey, I really need to up my sales calls. Right. Okay, cool. Is there something I can do to help you with that? Yeah. I want to invest in you guys. And sometimes that is training. Right. Sometimes that is, um, uh, I'd say like bonuses. Sometimes right. it is time off yeah you know just giving incentive. you time for your your family and for yourself mm -hmm. um i just want to invest in people i keep hearing something oh, is it your watch the apple watch everyone we found out what it is all right i've burned four calories talking oh man you're getting <laughs> after it but <laughs> you is... talked with your hands it'd be 400 <laughs> yeah I know the whole time i just do yeah. this oh my oh. gosh this is weird I don't. I it. stopped the workout and is still working out. Hold on. Okay. Gotta love technology. Apple Podcasts. This is your technology that's messing up yeah, on me right now. So, <laughs> I think you should put me in the uh, top podcast now just for this mishap. Um, I have no idea. It's going to probably keep talking. I have no idea what's going on. It's all right. It. We'll just roll through it. But uh, <laughs> that that is a big thing. I know I kind of hung on that one for a while about yeah. goal setting. But for me, that's the most important part about the end of the year is just yeah. taking an inventory of what you did, what you accomplished. How did it tie back to those three things? Mm -hmm. What did I do for my people this year? Did I yeah. do anything? Did I? Yeah. Was I helpful? Yeah. Was I hurtful? Did we create a good culture? Yes. No. Are there areas of opportunity? Yeah. What can we do to change? Yeah. And then profitability. Profitability is kind of two things. Yes, we made... I'm going to have to throw this watch out of the, out <laughs> out of the studio. Workout completed. Workout. Oh, completed. 52 seconds. Distance <laughs> 0.02 .02 miles. Average pace 35, hmm. 13 I'm impressed you moved it all. I am too. This is great. It's like, hold on, hold on. Point zero two miles. Where'd you like, go? Dang, bro. You're in a chair. Spinning in my chair. <laughs> I guess, I just, yeah, that moved, <laughs> moved point zero two miles. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Uh, uh, profitability is two things. It is you know, not just did I hit the sales goals or the annual revenue goals I had. Right. Again, like I said, just because I wanted to hit 400,000 doesn't mean I made 400,000 in profit. Right. If there's only 50 cents in the bank, 
oh yeah something's then, off yeah right? exactly well I'm, you know, I, I can't tell you how many times i've seen a huge budget for a show and thinking man they must be making buku's money and then you look into all the pieces of the thing you're like oh, yeah, really like, they kind of barely broke even yeah, exactly yeah. <laughs> um so it's it's just having transparency around where are you at what do you want to accomplish all of that so yeah. that is that's my big big one for be the honest with yourself yeah there's also some weird stuff I'm going to bring up for end of the year that I think people okay. wouldn't think about. Um, stuff like backing up your computers. Ooh. Sounds dumb. You know, you think it would be textbook that common knowledge. But Should be doing I'm that every day. I'm glad you said that because, you know, I do. I have a at least a once a month at the worst once a quarter dump, you know. but Yeah, because I've, especially in the creative industry and, you know, there's other industries that I'm sure have similar things, but... In the creative industry, if a client comes to me seven years later and says, hey, do you still have that video from, you yep. know, 2009? It actually happened to me earlier this year. Yeah, right? <laughs> and it's like a company who does a good job of keeping their records and mm -hmm. keeping things backed up, even if it's on an off-site server or right. a hard drive that's put in a file cabinet, whatever, it is important to back up your computer. That's a weird word. Computers is the real word. Computers. 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 It's important to keep them backed up. Oh, yeah. You know, people rely on them for accounting, well, for client yeah. management, for email lists. If yeah. you lose that data, right. that could affect where you're going next well, year. Well, for me, um, if we have a yearly post, I can go back to that. Uh, I can go back to that file from the year before and I don't have to recreate the wheel. I can just change some dates and graphics, but I still have the core text in there. You know, if it's a yearly thing that happens. Yeah, yeah. I can't tell you how important it's been to have invoices from 10 years ago. Yeah. To say. No, that's not what happened. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. No, yeah. Or what did we used to charge or what should we be charging? Or when a client comes to you and says, well, what did we pay last time? And it's like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, having those records is really important. So I'd say backing up your computer is a very important end of the year well, task. Yeah, that can really be important information for a quote too. When you're requoting something, especially if it's like something you quoted that they didn't purchase. Yeah, you, you want to make sure you're on the same mark you were before. Um, another thing is auditing. You know, auditing. This is how I'm talking today. Just you know, talk like this. This week, I'm surprised we're talking at all. It's been a week. <laughs> I, yeah, it's been a week. Audit your company website. I think that's another important one. Yeah. Um, are, like, have you changed services? Have your employees right. changed? Do you have new team members? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Is pricing all, Are all the people on your website still employed by you? Exactly. Right. That's important. You know, you yeah. want to make sure that you are still currently reflecting who you are on your website. Right. Yeah. Um, I know that I just audited our website the other day. Yes, you and did. And realized that all of our podcast episodes for the beef are not on the website. Oh man. <laughs> they are not on the website. They See, are on Spotify. Audit your website. <laughs> Even a company like us, a marketing agency that builds websites and manages them every day for our clients can sometimes forget. Well, it's so, like the mechanics car that don't run. Exactly. <laughs> it's important to audit and that's what we do and we do it regularly. But end of the year, if you haven't done it all year, that's the perfect time to do it. Oh yeah. Well, especially if you're you're setting goals for the new year, I mean that would be a good thing to have in that goal list. If your website's out of date or needs maintenance, or if you're not in a maintenance plan, then yeah, you definitely you probably have something that's out of date on there, a plugin, something. Something else that I think that I'm gonna do, I, I'm gonna tell myself, I'm gonna speak it into existence. There we go. Um, I'm gonna do is set a budget for the new year. Okay. Big companies do this. 
Yes. Big churches, big well, nonprofits, they do it, that. It kind of makes sense. And as far as small business is concerned, I think it's a good way to increase profits because it's going to keep operating costs within a certain area. Yeah. You know? But small businesses like ours, I don't think we always, I think we just go with the flow. Right. Which is fine, kind of, but not really. Right. Because what ends up happening is the end of the year, when I think when I see things getting tight financially, then I log into the bank account to see like, can yeah. I cut that? Can I cut this? Do I still need to be paying for that thing? Do that leading up to the new year. Right. Audit what you've paid for in this year. Right. And say, okay, roughly this year we spent X amount of dollars on software right. and hosting. So so that's what we're going to allocate to that. Yeah. And then next year when we start to surpass it, mm -hmm. we could say. Maybe we need to increase that. Okay. Did we? Yeah, do we need to increase this because something in our business changed? Right. Or, or are we just spending frivolously? Yeah. Is that frivol frivolous? Frivolously. Frivolous. I went to Waller, John. So did you, but I know one of us is smarter than the other. I sang this morning, so I got. <laughs> oh, you got that. I done enunciated. Yeah, you and all got that. that. Frivolously. Um, if I roll out of bed, everyone has me. Hey yo. Uh, yeah. So. That is important, being able to see like, okay, we're, we're overreaching in this area. Right. For me, one of the big struggles, like you said, the whole mechanic car thing is yeah. we don't do a lot of marketing for ourselves. Right, because we're doing all this marketing all else. day long and then it's like, oh yeah, us too. And so yeah. I want to create, this year, I want to create a marketing budget for our company. Yeah, that hey, makes sense. We're going to allocate whatever it is, $1,000 a month well, to marketing ourselves. Right, because I was just thinking that, I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to get there as well because I was thinking, you know, we don't have like a marketing budget for our own company. That's right. Like we tell people how to do this for themselves, but we're not doing and it. And it partially it's because some of it seems free because it's like we, because it's do, our we team. have social media managers. They already manage yeah. our social. But if we're just squeezing it in wherever... And don't have a plan in place. Not that we don't have a calendar of, you know, and social market. You know, we have stuff that we do, but it's not as cohesive, I think, as it could be. Yeah. And I think budgeting does not just mean money. It can also mean time. Right. What, how, how much time am I allocating to a task yeah. for ourselves? Right. Yeah. I was talking to Carrie yesterday about coming up with TikTok Tuesday or something where we have an hour where we just film stuff for TikTok. Yeah. See? Yeah. That's that's budgeting though. Mm -hmm. Budgeting yeah. time. Yep. Like you said, budgeting a day every week for yep. editing. For editing so I can get... That's still, still budgeting. It, yeah. And it, it's something that was necessary, you know? I think another thing is reviewing your employee needs for the new year. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Are, are we... Are we at full capacity with our current team? Right. Or can we take on more? Right. Individually, can we take on more? As a team, can we take on right. more? Do I we mean, give more hours to our Mentally, team how's member? everybody you know, doing? Exactly. You know, yeah. Because it's like, you know, in the, in the real world of business and work, yeah. you just work your employees to their bones or, you know. And then they go, then they, they leave for they another leave. corporate job. Yeah, because yeah. they just don't like that, you know? Yeah. And that's not how we are around here. No. If you want to put in 40 hours, cool. You want to put in 20, that's cool. I might have to have three 20 an hour guy, you know, 20 yeah. hour employees, but right. at least everybody that's working with us has got a good mental headspace. You exactly. Know? And they're healthy yeah. and they're happy and there's work life balance. Right. Because, yeah, I, I'm a big fan of do what you love and you never work a day in your life. And yeah. I love what we do here. We have so much fun. So much fun. We get stuff done. Don't get me wrong. We grind. Yeah. But we have a blast doing it. Absolutely. So, those are a few things. 
that I think you guys can do. And I think there's a thousand more. John, oh. do you have any big ones that you want to cover before we wrap it up? Or do you think that we covered the big ones? Um, inventory. Did we talk about that? Oh, not inventory. Inventory. That's a good point. Yeah. Because make sure we talked about getting your assets and all that. But an actual inventory, especially if you are a, you know, merchandise retailer, business, merchandise. retail business. Yeah. yeah. That's actually a good point. Yeah. Um, because I think a lot of times companies, this year has been a great year of the whole inventory issue. Oh, yeah. With global supply issues yeah. and you know boats being stuck out in the middle of the ocean yeah all um, kinds of things like that or suppliers going out of business whatever right, that happens if too. you don't do a good job taking a good inventory at the end of the year yeah then how are you going to plan for those big purchases well i know and we've talked about this before you know if if you've got a, a thing coming up and you haven't ordered those you know your product, yeah, product. and then you're gonna kind of be floating out in the water without a paddle yeah right? i mean i had to order hats for a client this morning and uh, the the supplier was like, I got some good news and bad news. And I was like, like okay, start with the bad news. He's like, yeah. well, bad news is I can't have it to you before Christmas. I was like, okay. okay. He's like, good news is I can get it for you. Just can't get it till after Christmas. And I was like, okay, well, okay. well you know, that sucks. Yes is better than no. So it's but. like, <laughs> but it goes back to some of our Black Friday planning conversations. Yeah, around. that's what I was referencing. Yeah. If you knew that you had that big thing coming, yeah. Christmas, holiday sales, whatever. whatever, then you've got to make those purchasing decisions. Yeah early and honestly a new year is kind of a big thing coming a new quarter and yeah. so take an inventory yeah i'm at, honestly i've been got. i think about that like even with our company like imagine if this year i would have bought a ton of richardson hats yeah and put them on my shelf mm -hmm. it would have cost me a lot of money yes it would have but then when everybody else was Ran out of out, richardson hats we would have who would have kept selling hats oh yeah. we would have mm -hmm. right so and we did anyway, even though you didn't do. Yeah, that, we but. still figured it out um, <laughs> with some other suppliers. But yeah. you know, I'd say that that's another thing. Like, if you know that every year you're selling fifty thousand hats, yeah, then buy fifty thousand at once or thirty thousand at once, Especially and get them at a discounted rate. You could get a Black Friday deal on it. Go for right, it. Go I, for I it. I have a a guy that I know that renews all of his subscriptions for all the software every year on Black Friday because it's the cheapest. And I'm like, oh, that's brilliant. Like, that's yep. a great way to cut business costs, right? Really there. smart. So. Um, I'd say that the business growth hack okay. of the day is to, uh, of all the things, there's a couple things. I'd say get yourself an expert. Yes. I was going to say a CPA. Uh -huh. And I think that I, I want to bring it to something a little bit broader and say an expert because I think that everyone's yeah. business has a different expert need. You're um, right. When we talked yeah. about the website audit earlier, mm -hmm. maybe you need a website company that can manage your website for you so you don't have to think about that. Right. They can tell you. Maybe that's something you need to outsource instead that's of That's right. Instead of in-house. Uh-huh. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. Man, then, maybe it's a podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's a podcast for sure. Uh, then CPAs. If you are one of those people like us that's not really a numbers person yeah. and that part intimidates you, hire a good accounting firm. That, yeah, you're going to need your nerdy personality mm -hmm. that loves the numbers. That loves man. the numbers. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, if bookkeeping is not your thing, you'd think, oh, an accountant and a bookkeeper, same thing. They're technically different. Um, a great bookkeeping software that I love, and I mentioned it earlier, is Bench. Um, Bench is a small monthly recurring fee that you pay. It links to all of your bank accounts and all of your invoicing software, and they automatically do all of the bookkeeping work for you. Nice. You actually have a dedicated person who's assigned to you. You can talk to them. Oh, that's better than it's so yeah, amazing. Because right? a lot of those automated systems like that, it's just an automated it's only system. Only a robot. Yeah, yeah. No, this has got a dedicated person I can chat with that's both awesome. via a chat on their website, or I can even schedule a call. I actually had a call with my guy last week. He was great. Um, Bench that. is amazing. 
Um, so get yourself an expert, bookkeepers, accountants, a, like in my case, a business consultant to help me set goals. Yeah. Um, an HR person that can help you with the culture and can help right. you with managing employee expectations and mm -hmm. yearly and annual reviews. All those things right, that are going to yeah. help you be successful. Yeah. Um, I think that this list is a good starting point. Should help you guys set off 22 on a good foot. Oh, yeah, for sure. I know this episode's been a little odd because apparently... I wanted to work out while in the middle of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, you know. Hey, whatever. I got to get my gym workouts whenever I you gotta can. Got to get right? it in. Got to get it whenever I hey, can. Hey, that point zero two miles ain't gonna uh, magically run itself. That's exactly right. That's hey right. guys, we will see you next, next week. week. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Business Growth Hacks podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast so you never miss an episode. To get more marketing tips and tricks. Follow Beefy Marketing on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Beefy Marketing. And to take your business to the next level, check out our website at www.beefymarketing.com.